Hey everybody, it's Will here, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Tea Podcast. It is a beautiful day outside right now, and it is perfect weather to do an excellent tea tasting of the Henta Saimidori Sencha. So uh, we are continuing our walkthrough of the Sencha, the single cultivar Senchas from Mr. Henta in Kirishima, um, which is a small town in southern Japan. Um, and in the past episodes, we've tasted the Okumidori, which was kind of a smooth and sweet and fruity tea. Uh, we've also tasted the Asanoka, which was a little bit drier, still some sweetness, but uh, very strong on this kind of um, cereal note, which was pretty distinct. And um, this one is very different. It's actually um, starting to go into the direction of a Gyokuro, um, but I don't want to give it away too much, so let's jump right into the tasting. So if you just go ahead and take out your pack, and this is pretty similar to the other uh, three teas that we've tried from Mr. Henta. Package looks about the same, but let's go ahead and cut that open and take a look at the leaves. If you have a little dish in front of you, you can just pour them out um, or just pour them right into the teapot. So here we're actually gonna notice something a little bit unique, and that is that these leaves are broken down into a lot smaller fragments. And um, there's a very specific reason for this. It's because this tea is actually a deep steam tea. So as we've said in past videos, Japanese green teas, what makes them unique is that they're actually steamed after being harvested. And in China, the teas are actually pan fired or uh, roasted. And, and what this, this introduction of heat to the tea leaf is doing is it's actually killing the enzymes or deactivating the enzymes that cause oxidation. So a black tea is an oxidized tea and a green tea is an unoxidized tea. So uh, in order to produce a green tea, you actually have to introduce heat to the uh, leaves um, it, a few hours after they've been harvested. Otherwise, it's going to oxidize over time and turn into a black tea. So um, in Japan, the teas are actually steamed. That's one of the things that makes Japanese green tea so unique. Um, and what that does is it kind of locks in these more uh, grassy or vegetal flavors um, versus roasting the teas in China. This, this contributes more of these kind of uh, warmer, nutty notes, uh, a, little bit of, a little bit of fruitiness. Um, but, you know, I'm not really a specialist in Chinese tea, so I don't know exactly uh, how to describe the flavors, but um, Japanese green teas really are distinct on these kind of seaweed, edamame, baby spinach, uh, and it comes from the steaming and also the shading. So um, these, these tea leaves are going to be steamed for uh, about 60 seconds normally 45 to 60 seconds uh, a deep steam tea can be steamed for 90 to 120 seconds and that might not seem like that big of a difference but during this time the uh, the cell membranes of the tea actually start to break down and uh, it's able to release more of its flavor into the cup so this is how you get those really um, these really dense deep jade green infusions from uh, these fukumushi teas so um, when the tea leaves are deep steamed after they've been dried, they're very brittle. So deep steamed teas are very brittle and they break off into these small little leaf fragments. And this is what you're seeing right in front of you here. Um, so important to notice this and it's going to become uh, clear why that's important um, throughout this tasting. So let's go ahead and put that into the teapot here. I'm using a normal clay kisu teapot. Um, so you can kind of brew this in whatever you want, but the important thing is you want to keep a high leaf to water ratio. So you don't want to drown these tea leaves in too much water. Um, you really want to keep, uh, keep them 
in, in this densely concentrated infusion. So I'm gonna go ahead and put in about 100 to 150 milliliters of water. And um, we're using 60 Celsius. I'm gonna use the Gyokuro temperature of 60 Celsius. And um, I'm gonna give them a time of one minute. You can also do 45 seconds. And the reason for this is with Fukumushi or deep steam teas, uh, they actually, because of these small little leaf fragments, they have more surface area. So they actually infuse quicker than a larger leafed tea. Um, so sometimes we recommend to uh, steep a Fukumushi tea for just 45 seconds, uh, but one minute is kind of like a safe bet. Make sure you're getting all the flavor out. And um, I think you're gonna be quite impressed by this tea. It really is unique compared to the other ones that we've tried, definitely compared to the other single cultivar teas. And I thought this would be a good introduction to um, the steaming process and talking about how that influences the taste of a tea. So let's go ahead and pour this one out. First steeping here. Now, the first steeping isn't gonna be quite as surprising, at least by the color. Um, but I think in the second steeping, you're gonna start to notice it's going to change quite significantly. So this is a light yellow color, a little bit of greenness to it. You can notice some dissolved solids in here. And these little leaf fragments are gonna make it through the filter. Some of them are gonna make it through the strainer um, or the built-in tea filter that you have in the, uh, in the teapot. I'm getting this really nice, sweet note. Kind of like a, a creamed corn almost. Like that sweet kind of very sweet vegetable note. A little bit of this cereal flavor uh, makes its way into this tea, but it's not it's not the uh, the star of the show. Very strong in these sweet flavors, a little bit of this savory flavor. This this tea to me tastes quite similar to a gyokuro, um, only the finish is a little bit shorter. So it's a short, basically like a shorter finish gyokuro. This tea is actually only shaded for one week, so um, the fact that it tastes similar to a gyokuro at all is pretty surprising because gyokuro is a three week shaded tea and this is only one week. So this, uh, this Fukumushi or deep steaming method uh, actually controls the, the bitterness of the tea. So um, you can one way to control the bitterness of a tea is to shade it, this smoothens out and sweetens the tea. Uh, another way to do it is to steam it for a longer time. So this is kind of another little trick that farmers have up their sleeves. If they want to smooth out a tea, they can just steam it for just a little bit longer. Sometimes I joke that Fukumushi or deep steam teas are so good that that should just become standard. And then everything else should just be called short steam teas. Yeah, this is something a lot of people like, um, this kind of smooth, uh, sweet characteristic of a tea. And, um, and uh, these Fukumushi teas are really, really popular. So let's go ahead and give this a second steeping. Well, let's take a look at the leaves first. 
they're really what what I noticed with Fukumushi teas is once you brew them, because the leaves are leaves are so small, they really kind of pack into this dense little cluster. Um, so this is like this very condensed like mass of tea leaves in the teapot. And this can actually be a little bit of a problem for certain teapots because if you have one of those built-in clay filters, it could actually be clogged by a Fukumushi tea because the leaf particles are so small. So one of the things we recommend is getting, if you're gonna be doing a lot of Fukumushi teas, is to get a teapot with this circular strainer or at least a metal strainer. It works a little bit better than a clay one. Let's go ahead and do the second steeping. We're just gonna do 20 seconds. seconds for the second steeping even for a Fukumushi tea um, I mean you can you can do yeah you can do 45 and then 20 or you can do one minute and then 25 or 20 um, it doesn't really matter a whole lot but I think you're gonna be surprised about how much flavor we can actually extract because these Fukumushi teas really shine in their second steeping so already noticing a really powerful uh, green color in the second steeping beautiful it's like a shade green it's almost luminescent in the second steep it's almost like there's a light behind it it's like glowing and this is something this is something I'm pretty tired of his because Fukumushi sounds kind of similar to Fukushima and people are always saying like oh that that Fukumushi tea or that Fukushima tea is glowing green it's because it's radioactive um, I'd like to put that myth to bed today if possible because um, obviously these are totally unrelated. Uh, it's just, I guess, a coincidence. So um, no, this tea is not radioactive. It's just made from these tiny little leaf particles that create a very dense green infusion that's really delicious. So yeah, I'm getting a lot of fruit, a little bit of a little bit of citrus fruit, I guess. A little bit of this grapefruit kind of sensation. Hmm. That's really good. It's like a, yeah, it's like a fruit, but it's like a sharp fruit. Um, like a sharp citrusy kind of, um, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit of mango, but mostly these citrusy kind of uh, grapefruit, uh, tangelo kind of, Kind of flavors. A little bit of the cereal, I would say. A little bit of like this kind of warm rice. Mm. A little bit of acidity in the aftertaste. I would say that the finish is a little bit acidic. good second steeping. It's probably one of my favorite second steepings. Definitely a lot going on here. And I think as we move forward to these deep steam teas, uh, the second steeping is going to start to be the star of the show a little bit because the first steeping is usually light and sweet and then the second steeping you really start to get the character of the tea and I think it's more flavorful overall. I'm starting to feel this kind of warming sensation from these teas. Um, it's really starting to hit me. 
this could be a little bit of the caffeine kind of kicking in. Um, these these teas are definitely uh, pretty pretty high in caffeine. Uh, I would say Sencha is kind of the middle point. Kukicha and Hojicha are low in caffeine. Uh, Genmaicha is low in caffeine as well. Gyoparo Matcha are high in caffeine. This one's somewhere in the middle. I'd say like 60 milligrams of caffeine per eight ounce cup. So it's about half of a cup of coffee. So it'll get you going in the morning, but it's not it's not too much to handle. But I mean, if you drink a few different senches a day like I do, it gets to be a little bit much. So let's go ahead and take this for a second or third steeping, I should say. add some of this water same temperature same time as the last one just see what kind of notes we get I doubt it's gonna be as powerful as the second steeping that was really quite remarkable um, but I think there's definitely still some flavor left in here sometimes I find these deep steam teas you can take them for four or five brewings um, but I think we're gonna we're gonna get to at least three today that strong jade green color is coming back for this for the third steeping, um, but the liquid's getting a little bit clearer. I would say you still have some of these dissolved solids, um, but I'd say less than last time, and that makes sense because they've kind of um, there's there's a limited amount of these small uh, leaf particles, and I think they're they're um, they're making their way out of the teapot with each infusion. So makes sense that this tea gets a little bit clearer over time. The tasting of the third, I would say, I'm starting to notice a lot of a uh, lot more of these minerals, a lot more of this citrusy flavor. I'm starting to notice the acidity of the tea as well. It's hitting you on the side of the tongue. So there's acidity, there's minerals. Not quite a whole lot of flavor. It's more of like a Characteristic. I'm not. I'm not able to really pinpoint um, an individual flavor here. It's just a series of like sensations, almost. That there's this mineral um, kind of tingling sensation. There's a little bit of this sourness, a little bit of this uh, citrusiness. But yeah, the, the, the flavor is definitely subsiding a little bit, at least from the second steeping. This tea is good. I'd say there's there's some umami in the finish, a little bit of the savory finish. I would say the, the mouth feels pretty thick for a third steeping. It's pretty heavy on the palate. Yeah, that was a good uh, that was a good session there. The first first brewing was really nice on this, you know sweet creamed corn um, flavor. Uh, there's a little bit of these vegetable notes coming through as well, but very soft, very sweet. Second steeping, really powerful on, um, on these kind of citrus fruit notes, a little bit of acidity. Uh, third steeping's got those minerals, got that a little bit of that citrusy sensation and a nice savory umami finish. Um, so all three of these, these steepings I enjoyed a lot and I hope you guys did too. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on this tasting. Uh, in the next few, in the next few uh, sessions, we're going to be exploring more deep steam teas. This one was just kind of like a warm up, a nice bridge between the world of 
regular sencha to deep steamed sencha. Um, so I look forward to seeing you guys next time. Thanks a lot.